This is Aikido Discussed, a regular weekly Aikido podcast where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hunt, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and my Solana McDaniel, first QN student at Aikido of Fresno. All right. I uh, was listening back to one of our podcasts. Uh, what? Yeah, I don't what? know. What? Yeah, it was weird. Uh, <laughs> You're like, don't and, worry, it doesn't uh, happen very often. I just, I love the jaunty music there at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, it was very, it was very like, yes. I feel like it's very, very um, legit podcast music, in, music intro. Like, well, it was either that or Let the Bodies Hit the Floor or Evanescence. Those were my choices. Those Evanescence, Bodies Hit the Floor or what? that, which I think is called Binzy Jazzy. Ooh. I think that's what it's called, Binzy cute. Jazzy. Well, cute, I like anyway, it. Anyway, so I hope everyone else was likes it. Was it just like one I of those was... like uh, generic? Um... I looked up uh, like uh, royalty-free music, and I clicked it, and uh, and then, I don't know, I listened to a bunch of songs, and that came on, and I was like, ah, oh, done deal. This, this one is, is jaunty. Jaunty. No, I don't I... know. That's the word that came to my mind when I was listening to it. Anyway, okay. I, I think, um, you know, as we near uh, episode, what, what are we on? 115. 115. 115. We do... Um, we get to maybe 150 or something. We should change it to like a no. smooth jazz, not smooth jazz, like a like a jazz club kind of yeah. like. Um, uh, yeah, the some bodies hit the no. floor. No, let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> that, was, that was probably and suddenly you know, we lose all of right. our listeners. That was probably auditorily really an experience <laughs> right now. So all our all our listeners that are listening with earphones in are just like, like Jesus, what have you done? <laughs> anyway, uh, people can Google that song if you want to hear the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Did we ever figure out we were talking about this song the other day and we couldn't, for the life of us, figure out who it was that act- that does, does the that song? song. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I know it, it's on every stupid it, martial art video And it also YouTube. maybe doesn't matter who it is. Okay. We did, I think it sounds like you went out of your way to make sure that this podcast didn't sound hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. like, I don't jaunty, it. cute <laughs> right, music. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are not hardcore and we don't want to. And we don't want to be. be. Well, oh, that may be I went through a phase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope we have grown out actually. of it. So, um, we are going to do another listener sponsored. Listener sponsored. Listener sponsored? I don't know. Not listener sponsored. But, um, <laughs> listener question. We were paid $15. Yeah. They're like, answer this question for me. Here's some money. <laughs> I wish. That no, that actually happened. does happen all the time. Yeah. So, thank you so much. I mean, much. not in that way, but yes. So uh, we had a listener that had a question about uh, so, like visiting dojos and kind of etiquette and stuff. So why don't you, if you read that and then we'll. <clears throat> yeah. So um, this message comes from John Carrillo and he says, hello, longtime listener. Started when you guys were still in single digits. That's Ooh. rad, by the way. That's a long time. Um, yeah. He but says. Did he start when we had the crappy recording? Well, That's the, yes. The single digits are single definitely digits crappy is, recording. Is the, you know, the, oh, sing- yeah, yeah. The bad audio to, days. Uh, Sylvia Thomerel, Thrommel. Yeah, like after tw- until 20, I think, was... Uh... Yeah. Okay, so yes. So, <laughs> anyway, okay. sidetracked. Okay. Um, he says, I had a topic suggestion for you guys, visiting dojos when traveling. Discussion could include etiquette and, etiquette and best practices, not just for visitors, but also for dojos on how to best handle visitors. I've been practicing Aikido for 17 years, and I've seen a lot of bad manners and ill practices, not just from visitors to my own dojo, but also from dojos that I visited. 
I don't think people are going out of their way to be rude or ill-mannered, but there does seem to be a lack of consistency in the community regarding behavior in this arena. I think that's an yeah, awesome question. A There's point. a lot in there. I will say in the time that uh, I have been doing stuff with our school, I don't feel like we ever have had like a really bad visitor. Like I don't feel like there's anyone that's ever come and really been like, like rude or yeah, yeah like I, out, I out and one. out. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I don't. I think everyone has been really. Yeah. If even anything, even we had a guy come from Bullshito once, you know, and you'd expect oh, yeah, him yeah, to yeah, be yeah. an asshole, but he but he wasn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everybody's been pretty. Cool. I feel like if anything, like a lot of times it's like it, the other the other way for me where it's like they're way more respectful than they need to be than I expect <laughs> them to be. So then I it's kind of weird, you know, because it's like oh. I'm not, you don't have to, like, you know, bow to me, like, you know. So it, it, that's what I've experienced more than it is, you know, people being really um, <clears throat> pretty respectful, I think. For, yeah. For... I think maybe that's partially just because, like, our dojo particularly is very, like, laid back, I would say. Not that we don't have um, customs and traditions that exist in our dojo and that we let others know about mm-hmm. when they come. But, like, it's... We're all pretty casual and conversational about stuff, so it's. I think it's it's, so it's uh, probably, yeah easier to yeah. It's funny I had mentioned that guy who came from Bullshito, and this was like you know I don't even know if Bullshito's around anymore, right. but this was like uh, two thousand six or seven or yeah, something. Yeah, it was a long. You know, and uh, this guy came by to visit the dojo, and and you know uh, for those who don't know, his Bullshito's maybe not even around anymore, but like it's uh it's it's a it was like a website where like. They're it real is, interested it is in what the name about, says. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah, they're, they're looking for crappy McDojo-y kind yeah. of stuff. And, and uh, so, so anyways. They're like expose kind of, artists. Yeah, I mean, like, like uh, you know, like they're guys who really like sport martial arts. And uh-huh. um, and they, they don't like, you know, people who make claims that aren't real, you know. So like, right. you know, I can chi blast you or something, you know. And so I used to post on there a lot. And uh, they asked one of their guys to come by my dojo and check it out, you know. So he came by and. And he was a pretty cool guy. Like, he didn't like Aikido at all, you know, because, like, those guys don't like Aikido, and, and that's cool. Um, but uh, it was funny. So he wrote a review, and I read it. And it's great because the review is basically like, you know, I don't like Aikido, blah, 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 blah. Um, but, you know, I like these guys. And so they give ratings, right? And I can't remember what it was, but it's like, you know, like, practicality of the system, the the teaching, the facility, you know, stuff like that. And it's funny. So most of them were pretty low until it got to, like, um, like you know uh, – dojo atmosphere or something like that and it was like you know he gave us full marks and so one of the guy had it was like you know five out of five or something anyway so one of the guys had said uh said hey man why are you giving some aikido school five out of five stars y'all because they were all really cool with me he's all they knew that i was coming over to be an ass and they were all still really cool with me um so i think like that says a lot you know like just be cool with each other and generally things turn out all right it just depends though like what the trappings of you know the like traditions and the customs of the particular dojo and i think the the higher expectations that you have of your um your own students like the or just maybe the amount of of particular traditions and things that you have to do within the dojo the more of that stuff there is the more there is to fuck up on sure you know (laughs) so i was thinking about this and i meant to do a little bit of research but i i did not uh (laughs) Because I had just thought about it earlier today, and then I just, like, whatever. But, because um, I wanted to see if, like, look at some uh, websites of other schools in California and kind of see if they laid out some of, like, how they laid out their school <clears throat> online. Because one of the things, you know, that, I, that I'm thinking is as you're traveling, like, 
you're doing some research to figure out what schools are in the area that you're going, right? Like, m- mostly. Um, so how how much of, you know, what to expect can you find just by looking at, you know, the, the website or whatever? How What will they tell you? You know, do most schools have a thing that says, for visiting students? I mean, I know, I don't think we do. Um, we don't. But... I feel like that something like that would be helpful so that you can see and be like, oh, okay, if I'm a visiting student, I know that here are particular be, besides, traditions. you know, this is when the classes start or whatever, blah blah blah. Or even, you know, I'm I I don't know this for sure, but I would assume there are probably some schools that maybe don't take visitors. Question mark. I mean, yeah. And so, I mean, like, how you know how do you find it out? I mean, I guess you could always just best guess call send an email hey i'm gonna be in the area uh etc so forth yeah i mean that's what you do so uh i really wish uh so that when i first joined aikido fresno you know as a student a long time ago uh, first doing aikido uh, i remember talking to my teacher at the time about uh why the school was called aikido fresno and he said well it's really smart because um you're making the claim immediately that that school belongs to that area and so if i'm from fresno of course i would do Fre- aikido at aikido fresno if i want to do aikido yeah. right? as opposed to yeah right and he said it's also a convention that you know the basic lineage he's in that's what everyone names their school so aikido of san leandro right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, anyway so it's it's just real common and, and i always thought i was like that's kind of cool that like um, there is a, a standard kind of that we all kind of follow. And I mean this is neither here nor there. But what I want to say about it is like talking about the website, it would be really good if we said, okay, every Aikido website, you know, like I'm not saying it's a law. It's just like we all kind of recognize like, okay, what we all put on our website is, you know, these four things or yeah. something like that, you know. So we have a, a community guideline kind of. And that would be a good thing to have on there, which is like the protocol for visiting students, yeah. you know. and. I'm looking at a couple of sites right now just because I'm curious. Uh-huh. Just, you know, dojos that I can think of off, you know, that I've been to or right, whatever. Right. And I've, this is the third one that I've looked up and, and none of them really so far have said. Right. You know, they all have the basic information about fees and, and, you know, class times and location and all that stuff. But I'm not seeing anything specifically about, like, um, you know, note to new students or, you know, anything right. regarding, like, the, um, you know, bow here or, you know, call the sensei this name or, you know whatever like that kind of stuff and that that, um if that's something that someone would be offended by or would be if they didn't do right if they didn't do right then that maybe is information that should be really readily available to someone one Um, of the the guys who's uchideshi when i was uchideshi like my you know aikido brethren um he went to visit um a school i'm not going to mention but uh he he went to visit a school and when he went to visit he went to shake the head instructor's hand and the head instructor kind of scowled at him and um, said, where are you from? And he said, oh, I'm from Aikido Fresno. And he said, oh, uh, you, you must not have a very high-ranking instructor there because you wouldn't try to shake my hand. You would know better than that. And uh, and he was like, is that something I'm supposed to know? Like we were talking about, if that's something you're supposed to know, it's not something right. I'm Nobody supposed to know. You know? Like, right. um, and, uh, and maybe that is a protocol in some places. But so it really gets hard to understand what the customs are because it would be nice to say, follow Japanese customs. Okay. But that's complicated for a couple of reasons. One, 
we're not Japan's Japanese. a country. Like, right, it's, right. it's a whole country. And, and all <laughs> kinds of different places have different ideas about what you do, like how many times you bow, how deep you bow, what you do. Um, there's also like what time period are we talking about? Say, you right. know, because if we're talking about modern Japan, maybe you do just shake hands. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, yeah. Um, so are we talking about feudal Japan? Are we talking about so? So it's hard to do that. Then it's also like, well, okay, follow the traditional customs of Aikido. Well, Aikido in Ohio is maybe different than Aikido in Nevada, is maybe different than Aikido in California, is maybe right. different than, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, you know, or maybe Aikikai stuff is a little different than Iwama stuff, is a little different than Yoshinkan stuff, is a little different than, you know. Well, and yeah. every instructor, I'm sure, has a level that they're comfortable with. You know, like I know for us, it would probably be uncomfortable if someone came in and, and thought that they could not shake your hand. Right. Right. You know, so like, yeah, if that was, even if that was like a, a traditional thing, it would be like, eh, I'm probably not going to be doing that just because I personally think it's kind of. Right. Well, kinda, I remember, you know. I remember a student coming in and visiting and asking Josh years ago, um, who am I supposed oh, to yeah. give the fees to, the math fees to? And Josh is like, what? And he's like, who am I supposed to give the math fees to? And he's like, Chris, it's his school. And he's like, yeah, but I don't want to give them to the, the instructor, so who should I give them to? And then Josh came and asked me, he's like, hey, who's this guy supposed to give the money to? I was just, it was a weird, like, just because to me that seems like the weirdest thing in the world. Well, right? you're like, it's because, not my business to right, take money, you know? That's 100%. Don't give me the money. Like, right. I'm just, you know? But in his mind, it made sense because I was like the highest ranking student at the time who was there. Right. And so he could see like, okay, so that that was like. What he knew you know, to do. What he knew to do is, yeah. you know. Um, and in some schools, that probably would have been In some schools, it's a, it's a breach of protocol right? if you don't do that. Because and Some schools, you, know, you leave it on the showman or the kamiza or the, you know, like, I mean, there's all kinds of special rules in different places that have different things. Um, so that makes it hard, right. you know, it makes yeah, it inherently yeah. hard. Yeah. And, and for myself, I try to take the lead uh, as soon as possible, meaning like that I know you're new to the school and you don't know what's going on. So I quickly just kind of give you ideas of what's going on. I usually meet people and shake their hand right away so they know. That's something we do. And I try to be as personal and friendly to them as I can because that's something we do. Right. And, you know, if your school doesn't do that, that's cool. Then make sure that the senior student on hand always well, knows right. to say, right. don't touch the teacher or right. what, whatever the thing is. Have yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. like a greeter of sorts, you know. If right. it, like if that was Josh's role, then Josh would know. Right. Anytime there's a new person, you know, Hawkeyes, as soon as someone right. new walks right. through the door, right. he goes over and says, okay, you know, let me talk to you. What are you here for? Okay, well, you're going to bow over here. Take your shoes right. off over here. You know, like right. give them right. all that information. Right. right. And I think that's important stuff. And it, it, you shouldn't assume that the way things are done at your dojo is the way things are done, period, right. because they're not. Uh, and I hate to break your heart if that's the way. But I've been to a lot of places and customs are radically different yeah. from place to place. I feel like the number one thing anytime you go to a new dojo is, yeah, just um, remember that like – it's you don't have to say at well at my dojo we oh, yeah. just yeah, don't even shit. go there don't let your mind go like you're gonna want to go well at my dojo we do this or you know oh well that's weird like yeah it, it's gonna be different so like just yeah. throw that well, I, out you know i feel like the more like you can do as a student on the front end the yeah. better so like if you have time make a phone call see if you yes, can talk for to someone sure. send yeah. an email Make sure that they know that you're coming, you're coming yeah. there so that they can they can expect it. And then also that gives you, you know, or at the very least, if you know that class is starting at, you know, six or whatever, you get there a half hour early or a little earlier so you can get in and get a feel, lay of the land, how things are supposed to go, and, and don't be afraid to ask questions. That's right. Of like, 
okay, what what are some of the protocols here? Right. Um, and I would say, you know, definitely um, in email, if you're worried about that at all, then say, you know, are there any protocols I need to observe? Is there any, any special things I need to observe? And I've had people email me with that. And, you know, generally I'm like, no, you know, whatever. Come in. We'll Come in we'll and we'll explain. talk about it. Yeah. 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 Um, I think a lot of it too is not I, – I read a story. I think this was in Aikido Journal like 20 years ago or something. But I read a story and it was talking about um, – uh, after an Aikido um, uh, seminar, uh, everybody went out to eat, which is pretty customary. And um, this one guy who was very uh, into Americanized Japanese customs that he thought were very traditional Japanese uh, had brought his own chopsticks. Uh-huh. And he had a little chopstick holder. And so when they went <laughs> to dinner, you know, he whipped out his own chopsticks. And, and that was kind of offensive to the, the guest instructor who is Japanese because to him it was like, oh, you don't think the it's stuff here is clean, clean enough, enough right. so you got to bring your own because the stuff here is dirty. So, yeah. And I was like, that's weird, right? But to this guy, it was like, you know, like, oh, I'm very Japanese. Right. I've got my own chopsticks. Right, right. I mean, I own my Look own me. my own chopsticks. Right. Like, yeah. like playing pool, right? You got your yeah. own pool cue. Like, I mean, that is, I am clearly a pro. And so oh, um, man. understand that, you know, like, your ideas of customs and what they are, are 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 maybe very different. You know, you're doing your own thing, but but check in with people. Yeah, and- yeah, and like pay attention. It is difficult, especially your first time in a dojo. Like I think what you got to realize is like you're gonna, you might step on a couple toes, and like it's gonna happen just because there's there may be a lot of things to pay attention to, especially if it's a really cool dojo and you're excited to be there. Like you're meeting people, you're seeing stuff you've never seen before and you're trying to pay attention to where to bow and where to put your shoes and, you know, when's class going to start and all this information and stuff. So it is okay. Like you got to know you're going to make a couple mistakes. Just try and minimize those as much as you possibly can. Do do you think that um, as you do, like, so for instance, we have a student who uh, travels a lot and I think he stops into places fairly regularly. Do you think it becomes easier when you've stopped at a bunch of different places to then be able to quickly kind of like suss out like, okay, how things are, you know, because I definitely think that like if you are studying at one school for you know forever and it's like you have your you know twice a week or whatever and then you are suddenly in a position that you're somewhere else and it's brand new like that's a daunting sort of thing yeah yeah Yeah. Um, i i do think it helps in that you're used to looking for things that maybe aren't the way you think they are you know like you know You've gotten thrown a couple curveballs, and you're like, oh, I'm going to pay attention. Whereas, you know, if you think, oh, we always bow like this, and that's what we do, and you go to a new school, and they clap four times, and you clap twice, and you're like, what the heck, you know? And especially if you're a really new student, then you're all, oh, they do it wrong at this dojo, right, right, right. you know? Yeah, it was so funny. So when I did that women's seminar last year um, at Aikido Santa Cruz, I, um, it, you know, it was like March or something, and it was pretty cold, and, you know, we our, our dojo doesn't have any heating or cooling, and and so um, you know we sometimes wear socks in the winter, and that's kosher. That's okay to do. Um, and I had socks on, and my feet, I, you know, especially before class, like I wasn't thinking about it, and I wanted my feet to be warm, and like just just didn't even think about it. And um, my, you know, I sat and warmed up and kind of introduced myself to a person and was like, you know, thought I was like getting on the ball in terms of trying to figure everything out and not, you know, be a newbie. And there were a bunch of other people because it was a seminar, so it wasn't too bad. But um, I was asking them, you know, oh, how do we bow in here? So like I was on top of that, but totally forgot about the socks. And we started warming up. And as we're warming up, I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, I'm the only person in socks on this mat. Oh, shit. And like I, you know, was like, 
you know, totally embarrassed for like, you know, a couple minutes while we're warming up and I'm trying to figure out how to like sneakily take my socks <laughs> off in the middle of class. And so at one point I just like, you know, we did one exercise and I slipped one off my foot and just tucked it in my gi and then the other one tucked it in my gi and the next time, like the next break we had, I threw them to the side. But so it was like, you know, like I, I should have looked out for that, but also kind of, it wasn't even on my radar to look out for right. it because I, like, I, it had been a really long time since I had been at another dojo. And so it's just kind of like, there, there are things that aren't, not even going to be on your radar and there are going to be other things that you're going to be like oh yeah let me make sure and ask about that and so i feel like like josh was saying or as you guys are both saying like the more you go to new places the more you'll have a list of things that you look for yeah that's for sure as are like oh should i ask questions and i would think you know i would hope that as uh instructors or people you know in your business like you realize also that like yeah there are things that people don't know and so if you have your socks on and we don't do it like there's a way to handle that that doesn't make demean you right you know totally um to be like oh you should you know like right your instructor must be an idiot because he didn't tell you about the no socks rule or whatever right. you know right. yeah because right. i don't think that does anyone any good yeah you know yeah there's a i remember reading a thing it was uh, i think it was from boulder aikikai and they had a like a, it was really cute actually it's a it's like a book that um it's like got cartoons and it kind of explains you know um, the different dojo holidays and different dojo customs. It's a, it's a cool little book. Um, anyways, but it had said something about like, you know, new Chideshi, like I think they don't talk to them for the first day or something, you know? And I, I was just thinking when I read it, I was like, man, that's that would be very jarring, you know? Right, and, right. and I think the idea is kind of like, you know, to see if they stick around, they're willing to endure yeah. and, and if they can <laughs> pay attention without asking questions incessantly, you know? And and having been an instructor for a long time now, I can I can appreciate the value of maybe something like that. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand that it would be very jarring to a regular dude just wanting to study some martial arts. Well, but you know? I have to say also the school did a really cool thing, which was they put that out right. in, a, in a place where yeah. people can see it. Right. So I think as right. a school, that's the other thing. If you have things that you do... You, they need it needs to be out there so either you have it on your website you have some sort of information that you give people when they come in or be good at explaining it to people like that's for us we don't necessarily have that but there's not a lot of it and when you come in it's easily sussed out we go you know over there is the dressing room don't wear your shoes on the mat we'll bow, we'll clap twice, like all right, that stuff right. on a very personal level Yeah. Um, instead of having to, to do it. But make sure that, make sure you're clear with what it is and that the information's out there. Um, yeah. Because otherwise you're just, you're just sort of being an a-hole expecting people to know. When, how would they know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it too Especially depends like on the size of your dojo, on the location of your dojo, you know, so like if you've got a really big dojo, um, you know, maybe it is realistic to have a couple of designated greeters who mm-hmm. are all kind For of, sure. you know, um, know what, what's going on and are able to go over to a new person. Or if your dojo is so big, maybe it is good to just have like a, you know, a posted list of... Here's the rules. Right, right exactly, because you yeah. have that many people coming through, then that would be the, the easiest way to do that. Um, but for a smaller dojo, it's a little more like, you know maybe it, it does need to be the teacher to walk over or maybe there needs to be one designated greeter or, you know, however it is right, you do right, it, it's right. like it depends on what fits your dojo best. And then, two, I was just thinking about, we had the other day, um, so we have our self-defense classes that are not Aikido and, and not that don't have the same rules or kinds of things that our Aikido classes do. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed the other day, but we had one oh, of Oh, I noticed. Yeah, so did I. Um, we had a self-defense student who doesn't do Aikido, doesn't, you know, doesn't just, doesn't do that. 
um, as we were sitting at the end of our class, when we're all kind of sitting near the showman talking and, and debriefing, um, he stepped onto the mat and started warming up and stretching on the opposite end of the mat. And um, I say that as if I, I said it as if I was mad. I wasn't, but I did notice. Yeah, I, I did I notice like, too. Oh. And I was like, oh, what an interesting situation. Like, how do we deal with this? Because he's not an Aikido student. And so, so there's no, know the rules. There's, yeah. no, there's no reason for him to know. And there was no reason for him to, for that to be his particular rule anyway. You and know it, what I mean? And right. it's a big mat. So it wasn't as if, you know, he, you know, was interrupting anything by doing that. You know no. what I mean? Right. It was. He was he being was, respectful. Yeah. Totally, he was yeah. off and, you know. And In the so, corner, yeah. And that's why as I noticed it, it was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. Because, you know, it, it, it wasn't a pro. It wasn't like he sat down in the middle of the circle right, or whatever, right. or start, you know. <laughs> right. Um, but it was something that, the same thing, I noticed it and was like, huh, okay. Right, and the the thing that's difficult with that is when you have like a, and I think a lot of dojos do share their spaces, you yeah. know. Um, it's like how do you interact with whoever else you share your space with and how do you kind of let that have an ebb and flow, especially because like say we have, um, another student arrive who is both an Aikido and a self-defense student per se and they look and they see that person doing it and then there becomes a like you know lack of clearness on you know who was allowed to step on the mat and when because we have these other students coming in right. you know there's implications with that and so it's like you know how you navigate that is is really is really interesting and it can be as simple as just saying hey just so you know um, you know please wait until the class officially right. ends before we you know before you step on or you know but and also sometimes, you know, we, it should be pointed out that like mm-hmm. uh, sometimes the Aikido class will run a little over. A little over. Yeah. So it is, there are times when it's like people are just waiting for the next class to start. Yeah. And it's like, so some of that, you know, it, it yeah. goes both ways. It's yeah, yeah, it's their class time that they are paying for also, right. you know, right. so it's so interesting. I think it's interesting to talk about. So this has all been sort of like the the preparatory stuff like you know when you show up what do you do like that kind of thing right but i think it's worth talking about like actually the the training aspect of it too with people because i think there can also be you know when this guy is talking about um you know showing up and and people being disrespectful i think it can happen in that realm as well right so it can carry on actually into the training yeah for sure um and i feel like there are some some things you kind of have to keep in mind when you as you begin the training uh, as well. Yeah. You know? And I think the first one is that, that thing of like, just because your school does it a certain <laughs> right. way that's right. doesn't mean that that's the way that it's supposed to be done. And furthermore, you are at someone else's school, so you are there for a reason. So if you are not doing it, even if you don't agree with the way they do it for some reason, like you think that you understand it better... Um, who cares? Do it like they do it because they're probably doing it for uh, a reason um, and you might be able to get something out of that, yeah. right? Yeah. I remember we went to, um, this it was a kind of seminar thing, uh, me and Chris with some other uh, people and um, at one point we were doing this just weird exercise and there was breathing <laughs> involved and whatever and how were, very un Aikido. An exercise were, where breathing is involved. And there were a couple students. Well, but it wasn't like normal. It was. Well, it was not like, normal to you. No, I mean, it was. Anyway. And and there were some people there that uh, just were clearly not having it. Oh. And um, it struck me as like, you know, I and this is, 
I'm saying that it was weird because I thought that it was weird. But you know what? I did it. Right. Yeah. Because you're that's what you do because that's you're learning. that's what, what you're, you're there, there for, for right? Yeah. So to me, it's like if you're going to go out of your way, you're traveling, and you're like, I got to do Aikido because that's the thing that's in my head, and right. if I don't do it, it's going to drive me crazy. You have to be open to getting the most out of it, and you won't get the most out of it if you show up and go like, why are they not doing Aikido the way that I do Aikido? I think this brings up a really good point, which can be summarized really easily, which is like um, if you're visiting another dojo – to bring the beauty and glory of your Aikido school to them, uh. you've done the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's not why you're doing that. And so so if that's your goal, right, it's like, oh, man, my teacher's so sweet, and I know this stuff's so good, I'm going to go give it to new people. Don't bother going to another dojo, right, right. right? Like the reason you're visiting another dojo is because you want to get some training in and experience a new kind of Aikido different than yours, and you go do that. You right. know, like that's that's what visiting another dojo is about. And, so, and, and you might be, you know – there are times when you're traveling, you know, I we have students that travel for work or, or whatever, um, and so they go every, you know, Monday, Wednesday, for whatever the, you know, they're used to doing that. They can't come to our school because they're traveling for work, but they still want to do Aikido because yeah. they love it, so they go somewhere else. That's right. That's uh-huh. what totally you Totally awesome. Totally cool. Good. Keep in mind that you're, you are somewhere else. Right. Do what they're doing. Then you can bring it back and suss it out later at your dojo what may or may not have been good or bad or different about yeah. it. But mm-hmm. while you're there, suspend you know. judgment. That is right. That is right. Yeah. And, and the you boss. Know, speaking from the other side as an instructor, I am always careful. Like, I mean, you know, bottom line is it's my dojo. And if you come into my dojo, I expect you to follow our dictates. And, you know, if I think you're unsafe or doing something dangerous, um, you, you will stop doing that. But, but aside from that, like, I try to be as respectful as I can of anyone else's Aikido, you know? So, meaning I understand there are lots of different ways to do it, and there are lots of valid ways to do it. And so, you know, if I'm making a correction or showing something to someone, it's because I say, hey, um, I understand that you're doing it a different way, and, and you do not have to change it, but I'm just going to show you how we do it because you're here visiting. Right. Um, and that's it, you know? Like, so I don't expect, you know, if they don't change to the way I'm doing it, that's cool. But I I... I expect that they want to see different ways to do things, so I want to point those out to them. But at the same time, I'm respectful of their style of Aikido. They haven't signed on to be my student for the next 10 right, years, right. you know? So. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's a, like a kind of a little tenuous place, you know, when you're that student that's visiting somewhere else. Because it's true, you're not signed up to, for 10 years of practicing that's under, right. you know, Sensei Chris or whatever. Like, that's it's right. not it's not what you're up to. But you want a taste of it. And so yeah. trying to walk that line between, like, tasting something different but also still like being true to what you want to do and i feel like you know regardless if you're there you you do the thing that they're doing yeah period i mean yeah Yeah. just like even if you think like it's the complete wrong way and even if you understand in your head why it is incorrect to do it that way you do it the way that they want you to do it, you know? And yeah. you'll be surprised um, a lot of times at how often you learn little if, funny stuff. Right. Yeah. And at the very least, it will reinforce whatever, re- you know, That's right. I'm doing it incorrectly. Every time you will go, well, this isn't the way to do you know? And even if that's all you get, that's something. So to me, it's like if, you go, if you're going out of the way to train somewhere and you're just going to go and do the thing that you've already done, you're not really you're not getting the most out of it for yourself and you're definitely not treating that school with 
with the respect that it, it deserves, you know? Because it's a relationship, you know? And if, because I could see someone going, like, so in the example where someone's traveling for work, but they want their regular Aikido, um, their, that, that practice, that weekly, you know, practice, if you're going to a different dojo and you're just going there because you want bodies to practice on, like, it's it's not cool. Because you're, you know, if you're just there to do, I'm going to do my Aikido on right, these people, right. yeah, regardless bring, of what they're doing, then... Don't bring the glory of your school to their right. school. Right. Even if it's you're not trying to share it, you're just trying to practice it on your own, like your own self. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not going to be productive to right. anyone. It's important too to kind of realize the level at which people are taking stuff. You know, yeah. so like, you know, if they tell take light ukimi, then you try to take light ukimi. If they take heavy ukimi, you try to take heavy ukimi. Like, so you you really want to match them as much as possible. Um, because it just it just bruises egos and sometimes bruises you to to get off to the wrong foot you know like i remember uh, a guy came from a jiu-jitsu school this was years ago and uh uh he was giving a really hard time to some of the white belts and this before i i took over the dojo and uh and i just took it upon myself to regulate you know so i went over <laughs> and i dealt with the guy and um i remember later uh you, you dealt with the guy I dealt with the guy anyways uh <laughs> but uh later no I, further explanation needed yeah. <laughs> At the end, he was clear about what was now happening. Yeah, but it was funny because when that guy left, everyone in the dojo felt like he was an asshole. Like everyone was like, that guy was an asshole. Like he came here and was was trying to hurt people, especially like, you know, brand new guys who've been in the dojo like three weeks. And I'm like, that can't fly, you know? So that was not cool. And everyone in the dojo thought that guy was an asshole and the school that he came from must be all assholes, you know? That guy went back to his school and uh, I heard later that like, well, everyone at Aikido Fresno sucks except that guy, Chris. He's real good. <laughs> and I was like, he still missed the message, <laughs> right, right? right? Because right, right. he you, took that as like me being harsh on him as like, oh, well, he's the one good guy. The one it's like, guy who understands. You right. missed what was really going on there, yeah. you know? Yeah. So don't be that guy. I <laughs> right. Mean, that's the, I think that's the the n- number one thing. Um, yeah. It's, that's, oh man, that's such a difficult situation because like, because it's a physical thing, oftentimes people will try and send messages physically. Yeah. Is that better? I mean, is that, because that can be taken unclearly, like in your example, like. Right, you were you sending know? him a message of like, all right, dude. It's just not cool here. Right. right. And he took it as like. Oh, this guy's bad ass. Yeah, right. This guy, is, we're on the same page, right. me and this right. guy, right? Right, And so that, yeah, that's definitely difficult. But also on the mat, that is the language that you're speaking mostly is a physical, it's a physical thing, you know? Right, right. But I mean, you know, and, and be really aware that, you know, yeah. while you think like, oh, I'm showing this school how hardcore we are, you're maybe just showing this school that you're a jerk and right. you're not paying attention, you know? Yeah. You don't realize the situation you're in. Yeah. And again, you know, if that is your goal, um, then just don't, like, just don't do it. That's like, right. Exactly don't do it. Like you said, you know, um, because that's, that's none of those people, like, you may not have signed up to be uh, 10 years with this instructor. They definitely have not signed up to be anything with you. Right. Yes. That's exactly you know? right. Yeah. Yes. You are so, visiting. Yeah. That is a personal keep, keep that in mind. pet peeve of mine, especially is when you can tell that another student from another dojo or from the same dojo is... Um, trying to teach you like really gives a shit about teaching you and not just from a place of like hey I want to share this piece of information with you that I feel might help like from a place of like we're peers you know but right. very much from a like I I, re- I really want to teach you something or let me show you let me I'm the I know the secret information you know like that kind of like um, um, it's just got like it's just a shitty attitude I don't know how, know how to describe it but like 
that comes off so um, it has the opposite effect of sharing information or, or showing how awesome you are. It makes you seem rude. Right. You know? It does. It totally makes you seem rude. And and it's not helpful or obtuse. Really, you know, like yeah. you know, more than that. Yeah. Not inattentive. Yeah. Because whatever. I, yeah. yeah. A lot of times, in, and I think the the uh, the guy who was asking the question uh, said it. You know, like they may not have purposely. No one's trying to purposefully be rude necessarily, but it comes off that way. Right. Uh, because you're not paying attention. Right. Right. It, and that's the thing the, is like going, why am I visiting this other school? Like, is it because I just want to learn, a, like grow as a student and go, as a, as a student of Aikido and go, what are these different, what's this different style doing? Or how do they do it at this school? Right, right. Um, or is it, I want to teach somebody something. I yeah. want to show off how awesome I am. Yeah. I want to practice my own special shit and I just need a mat to do it on yeah. with some bodies. Like, because yeah. all of those. Yeah, it's a, it's a terrible attitude. I was at a seminar once, and um, uh, it was, you know, uh, California Aikido Association has these, like, uh, these little groups to get together. They're real kind of informal, cool things, you know, like they're like a, a few hours, and, and you, you, you get together, and you um, you just with a bunch of different schools, and usually they'll, they'll pick a few different instructors to get up and instruct for, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes or something, and then another one comes up, and blah, 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 blah. It's fun. Anyway, so I was training at one of those, and I was training with some newish guy, and um, – uh, the instructor was showing one thing, and he bowed into me. This guy bowed into me, and um, uh, we're doing the technique. and And the guy just was taking horrible ukemi for for what the guy, what the instructor wanted us to do, you know. And so I was like, "Well, all right, don't want to hurt this guy." And at the same time, like I have to have a practice, so I just adapted the technique to the guy's ukemi, you know. And um, the guy was like, "Oh, I really like the way you're doing this." And I said, "I'm not doing it like the instructor is right now." And he's like, well, I like your way better. And I said, yeah, but I want to practice like the instructor's right. practicing. And I said, so so you should try and take Ukimi for this technique like the instructor's showing. So, like, you know, it's not about me and you right now. It's about us trying to learn what this guy's – this guy's the instructor's showing right, us something right. new. So let's right. let's try and do that, you know. And, and I was trying to be as nice as I could be to the guy, but the guy was just so thick that he's just like, oh, this is cooler. And I was like, it's not cooler, man. It's, yeah. it's not what that guy's doing. I want to do what that guy's doing. Right. It's funny because in situations like that, a lot of times, you know, like he probably thought it was cooler because it felt really like it fit and it right. felt nice as opposed to what you were doing before that wasn't fitting. And right. so it felt like crap. So when you did the the, 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 the answer to the question that he was providing, right, yeah. right. then it felt awesome. So, of course, he's going to say and it's like uh, if you just did what you're supposed to do, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of times. But and, and it's difficult. But yeah. I think no matter how way you slice, what way you slice it, even in your own dojo with your own dojo mates, like the you know uke nage relationship, where you're trying to f- provide the right ukemi and do what the instructor is asking, and you know do the the technique like they're asking you to do it, is really difficult if you have the, the incorrect ukemi or the nage is not clear. You know, like there's just there's right. so much room for fuck ups, let As alone the, adding in someone from a different dojo, right, you know? Right, right, right. As the biz- visitor, never be scared to defer to someone who knows what's going right, on yeah, in that school, right, you know? Right. So, you know, if someone who's high-ranked in that school or even medium-ranked in that school – as you're doing stuff, don't be scared to check in and go like, hey, is this how we're doing it? Am I doing the right thing for this? Like there's nothing wrong with, with checking in. Maybe a good rule to think about whenever you're visiting another dojo is that you are always – you're visiting always as a student, not as right, a teacher. Right, right, Even if you are a teacher at your own dojo, you're always visiting as a student unless they invited you as a teacher. In which case, they're asking you, hey, come teach. Sure. But otherwise, if they're not saying, hey, come teach, or they ask you spontaneously, hey, could you teach – then you are going as a student, which means you are a student in that moment of their of their style, of their dojo. 
whatever that is. So and, here's a question uh, that occurred to me, and it's probably something that other people uh, stumble into. So this is all easy if we're all if we're white belts and we know where we sit and where we, where we rank and we are <laughs> just clear. So I am maybe maybe not a black belt, but maybe I'm a black belt, and I go to another school. Like, how do I approach that the situation thing? with? Yeah, you know. So if you're a black belt and you're wearing a hakama, always assume you're the lowest black belt and the lowest hakama, right? So I mean, that's always where I go sit. And then if people want to bump me up, they can bump me up. That's up to them, you know. But I just, you know, if I'm visiting a new place and I don't know, I just sit in the lowest hakama spot, and I could care less if the guy is higher ranked than me. You know, like I I I mean, I I would sit where you know, like personally, I don't care. So I would sit wherever. But you know, I just I'm sure that there are some people who would. Yeah, and if you're a white belt and, and uh, they all have white belts, then go sit at the lowest yeah, white yeah. belt spot. I mean, like, that's it's no big deal, you know? Like, and people get, and I understand getting touchy about it. It's been a long time, so I guess I'm less sympathetic now. But <laughs> but it's like, um, you know, like, who cares for this day if right. you're looked at as no rank or ninth Q right. or whatever? Who cares? Like, I mean, it's just a day, you know? Like, and like, you're not really there to like be worshiped or bowed to or right, something. Like, right, right. you're there to learn. So just. And the go truth learn. is, you're a white belt. In their particular style, at their particular dojo, you know what I mean. Whether whether you are there's like an equivalency or not, sure. At that moment, your assumption is I don't know your style. I don't know your what you guys are teaching here. So accept that it's like if you went, you had never done Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and you went to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu school, you wouldn't say, "Well, in Aikido, I'm a green belt belt, or a green belt," you know. So can I wear a green belt here? No, like. Yeah. It would be silly to do that. So, uh, but that is, I mean, so uh, I'm a black belt. I wear a hakama. Um, I should. It, it's fine for me to go ahead and do that at other Aikido schools that I visit. Yeah, I mean, so you know, like, I mean, there's usually a pretty clear distinction between Udancha and and, and Mudancha, like uh, those with. Uh, black belt and above and those below black belt and so if you are a black belt or above, go sit at the lowest black belt, and if you're a white belt, sit at the lowest white belt. What about if you if your gi has some not normal Aikido gi aspects to it? So say you're Josh and you wear a blue top and with a hakama. Oh yeah. yeah so here's uh, so depending on how sensitive you are to that and how sensitive they are to that, one thing that you can say that you know. So look, I've only got a blue top and we wear blue tops, so I only have a blue top. You tell the instructor, I hope it's okay if I wear a blue top. I do not have another colored top. Um, if you want me to wear one that you have, I will do that or whatever, you know, like, so I remember, you know, like, uh, first time I went and uh, trained uh, with Pat Hendricks after we went to wearing blue tops, like, I told her right away, I was like, I actually don't have a white top anymore, um, and this is all I have with me, and she was totally cool about it. I mean, it's no big deal, yeah. you know, um, but, yeah. I, mean, I probably would just wear a white top. Uh-huh. generally just yeah. because that's like yeah. i know that's more acceptable so right. i and i do have one so i would probably bring both or just wear the white one because i know that like it's specific to our school and i'm not at our school so i'm gonna do right right yeah i think yeah and, and that kind of points to a good thing which is in general just try to fit in you know like yeah. the whole point is fitting in and not standing out because you're not there to be the star yeah. you're there to learn right yeah do we have any more um Tips for horror stories. Do we have any horror, more horror story? Yeah, stories? any horror stories? Anything? I really wish I kind of like I I would like to hear I know what he's talking about. Like what his it, horror stories. Yeah, are, I mean, yeah. if there's some stuff that's just like, oh my god, I can't believe you know, or if it's just kind of stuff that normal right. stuff, kind of like because yeah. I feel like a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, like 
right or wrong is kind of just normal. Like you get asshole people coming in sometimes. That's like a just it's a normal. It's not outside of the you know mm-hmm. um, realm of how people interact. You know. Um, like the story about, you know, right. um, your instructor must not be very good. Cause yeah. I mean, Jeez. that to me is a little bit outside of. Yeah. Question for both of you, actually, if someone came in to one of your guys's classes now, uh, you know, especially you, Chris, as a teacher now, um, and you know, it was a, a person who was like, Hey, I'm visiting from another place. You know, can I train with you guys? You guys are like, yeah, sure. Um, and then you start running class and you're teaching and you have that situation where, that student is, you know, say paired with a white belt or, you know, a low ranking student of our dojo and they're throwing them pretty hard, cranking on them pretty darn hard. You know what I mean? Like something that's not appropriate to their physicality level um, or doing something else that's kind of generally regarded as assholish. How would you approach that with that person? There's several ways to approach that. One, one, um, first just decide what your line is. Like, you know, my line is safety. Are people getting hurt? Then if people are getting hurt or potentially getting hurt, then that's not okay. Um, one way to handle it is really easy if you have a regulator, right? So meaning if you have a, a student under you who likes to handle these issues, pair them up and let that person train right. with that that student. I mean, that is a real simple way to handle yeah. stuff, you know, and I've been used in that capacity a million times, you know, like that that's a that's a perfectly Fine. legitimate way to handle it, right? Which meaning you've got someone who's an athletic capable person yeah, just... and they're not going to hurt this athletic capable person and this athletic capable person is going to be able to work at the level that this they, person wants to yeah, work at, so right? Just... Send them over there. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally an acceptable way to handle it. Another acceptable way to handle it is um, uh, that is not appropriate to do in this dojo. I mean, you know, like simply that is not okay here. Um, this is a light practice. This is not a that kind of thing. This person is new. They are working on stuff. Um, I definitely would. I always do this. I steer my newer students away from visiting people until I have a read on the visiting person and see if they're cool right. or not. And it's that simple, you know. And besides that, I like to steer my higher ranks towards the new person anyway, so that way the new person gets a better idea of what right, we're doing. Right, the new right. new newer students don't know right, what the hell we're right. doing, even though this is their yeah. dojo. Yeah, you know? so a lot they're, of times, they're, they're a guide of sorts. Right. Right. Yeah. So a lot of times you will go, hey, Josh, my go train with, right. can you train with this guy? Yeah. Um, and it, and that is a nice thing to do because it does, in like, it, you can quickly set for them, the visiting person, this is how we're going to, this is how we do things. And right. It's real simple, you know. And then yeah. they can figure out if there's any problems or, or whatever. Yeah. Are there any other like pitfalls, things that people should like just kind of be aware of as they're they're traveling around? Um, be careful how you ask questions to an instructor. And I got caught in this once. Um, uh, I was training at another dojo, and um, I was trying to do Nikyo. And the guy that I was doing Nikyo with wanted to block me and tell me that my Nikyo was no good. I mean, that's what he wanted to do, you know. And when presented with the problem, I was like, well, do I just go with this hard and really try to hurt this guy? Or what do I do? And I was I was really, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know what was appropriate at this school. And so I asked the instructor. But the way I phrased my question was stupid. And so the way I phrased it was, um, what what would you do if someone blocked your Nikyo? Yeah. And so the instructor read that as a challenge, and the instructor showed me how he would like to handle that. And my wrist was tweaked for a long time, you know, like I was tweaked. And so, um, so and I recognize like, I wasn't asking for myself, right? Right. I, I was trying to tell. I was trying. I was ho- actually I was hoping that you would say, say to the right. other people to be fucking cool right, is what right, I was hoping. Right, right. But um, but you know, I got read as like, oh, you know, like you can block oh, my Nikyo. Well, then try to block my Nikyo, right? And and I got tweaked for it. So, you know, 
be careful mm -hmm. of how you ask questions, right. you know, and uh, uh, yeah, just phrase things delicately. And with, that, with that in that situation, don't be assholes. Yeah, <laughs> try not to be an asshole. Um, in that situation, if you're you know trying to do your nikyo and that person's blocking it, would it would it be appropriate just to ask that person, hey, what would you do if our roles were reversed and I was doing this to you? Sure, they, I mean that's an appropriate do, question. Like, you know? is like, that a better way to yeah. or like a way to kind of work around that issue? Yeah, I mean you know, and it's it's just. And I, I know now, I totally know what this guy, I mean, you know, this is like, I don't know, I was a white, I was maybe like a fifth cube or something at this time. But like, um, now I know what's going on. That guy wanted me to ask him really badly. Now I know. He <laughs> wanted me to ask him how to do the technique so he could inform me on how to do the technique because right, he right. wanted to be the teacher, right? right so, yeah. so a question like that would have probably diffused the situation. Right. Um, but uh, I was a little thick for that yeah. at the time. And I, you know, I was well, just like, well, yeah, yeah. I, I do this. Yeah. Right. Like this yeah. guy keeps blocking me. Right. What do I, yeah. Yeah. Is it appropriate in some dojos? Like, do pe is this something that people get offended? Like teachers get offended by? Like just asking questions, like call, you know, raising your hand, calling the sensei over, saying, excuse me, sensei, can you help me with something? Sure. Is that offensive to and some teachers that teachers? Totally is. i mean you know teachers just like anybody else you right know? some people want you to ask questions some people don't want you to ask questions so hmm. so you know if you're asking questions so a look around and see are other, other people, people asking, asking questions right, right. or right. are you the only person right, asking right. questions right yeah um and then see also the teacher's temperament towards you when you ask and you know also understand that most teachers are probably going to be very polite the first couple times you ask questions. But if you keep asking questions, that's not appropriate. It's going to change. Right. And so be ready to stop asking questions yeah. if that's, you know. Different dojos operate in different ways, and, and they're all cool and have different pluses yeah. and minuses. You know? Yeah, I think that's a good, you know, take the read of the room. And if no one else is asking questions, you might not want to be the first one to ask a question. That being said, if other people are asking questions, then you, you might – see it as like okay well this is my opportunity if i have a question I can right ask, right you know. yeah um sorry i have another question um if you have a physical limitation of some kind and you're visiting another dojo 100 percent inform everyone right away <laughs> okay yeah i mean that is the you know most schools you wear tape uh so like you know if my wrist is hurt i tape my wrist or i put tape uh, across my shoulder or i mean that's pretty common california um uh, different places maybe don't do it as much, although I think um, it's pretty common. Um, anyways, but y you should definitely inform all your partners right away, I have this limitation, and before you get on the mat, you should inform the instructor or his second-in-command, however the procedure is for that school, that you have a limitation. And don't expect people to know you have a limitation, right? Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Even if maybe you have tape also, you know. Right. Because like, tape might be a, uh, symbolic to some people but not right. to others. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. All right. Anything else uh, no, that we, we're we coming up against the time? I'm looking at Maya because she had all the questions. I just – I, I haven't – yeah. Um, Maya, it, it, it seems like you need to do some traveling. Yeah, I do. You're right. Um, yeah, if you guys have – I say is I, I don't either, so <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, we can all do some traveling together. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any questions that we didn't answer on this pod, on this particular episode or any episode, you guys can um, send us a message and For let sure. us know um, what about this particular situation. Yeah. Or I'm I'm particularly interested about people's different experiences at other dojos. Just totally, it's I would love so like, heterogeneous. You know, There's, it would be great if we could get enough of them. And we just do a whole podcast where we just read people's 
a horror story. <laughs> I get horror stories now. That's a great idea. I, I totally that's could. Just in general, maybe not even oh, about visiting man. specifically. But they, If you uh, are a person who is uh, prone to sending us messages, send us your horror stories. Hell yeah. And we'll put that together. We'll do a clip episode that's just us reading <laughs> your horror fun. stories. Yeah, that would be fun. I think that's that would be so – I would listen to that. I, I so would I. I'm, I'm fascinated. All right. Tell me your yeah. Tell us your horror, your horror stories. stories, and we can you know of course blank out names. And, yeah, and, if that's uh, what you want, or right. if you want us to say your <laughs> we'll name say and who it is you hate, we'll say that too. <laughs> I was uh, training at blah 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 under blah blah blah, and this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! This is like, let's not put people on blast. All right, let's go ahead and thank our patrons. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you. Um, so thank you to Rob Kitson, John Smith, Brooke Ferragamo, Christian Sager, Francis Cordone, Scott Byrne, Sension Setter, Barrett Lippy, Yuli Simku, Matt Mumford, Lenny Acuna, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Randy Stewart, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Marcin Chis, Hillary Jones, Franz Martinson, Brian Crowley, Jim Sullivan, Christopher Aceto, Thomas Polino, Floor Hanwick, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, Tommy Siv, Dave Dewberry, Okan Ayrton, Constantinus Andrew, and Grant Templin. And thank you to John Carrillo for yeah. your question today. Yeah, thank you very much. So I had an odd experience the other day. Uh, so, you know, we read these names off all the time, right? And yeah. And so uh, it's like, um, I, it's as if I know these people. I know the names, right? Right, right. yeah, totally. So I got a friend request, and I can't remember who it was from now, but it was, it was from one of our patrons. But it, I didn't, I recognized the name, but I didn't recognize where I, and I'm like, this is a How person I know. I know. And I had to go through this long list of like, you know, where it's possible that I could, and I was looking at the thing and then finally I figured it out. But, um, <laughs> so it's awesome. Cause it's like, I hear the name. So I, it's like, oh, we're, we're friends with all these people. That's my story. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if uh, if this has happened yet. Uh, speaking of visiting, if anyone, if any of our patrons have visited another Aikido dojo, oh. and when they got there, they said, "Oh, hi, this is you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, whoever." And they're uh, like, "Oh, and, I listened to you. I, right. I, I know your name. name. Oh, you're a patron. <laughs> from- <laughs> that's if that has happened us. to you, yeah. let us yeah, know because that would awesome. be great." That's awesome. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, you can submit uh, or, yeah, submit those questions to the Aikido Discuss Facebook yeah. page or our um, Patreon page as well. If you ever happen to be traveling through California, either on the 99 or the 5, uh, we, we are right, <laughs> right in the center. Right in the center of California is Fresno. And if you're stopping by, drop us a line. We'd love to have you. If you're yeah. in the beach, uh, if you're in the mountains, if you're in the desert. You can. Uh, you're probably about three hours from Fresno. That's great. Right. Yeah. So call ahead. Let us know you're coming. Yeah. There you go. Just, <laughs> just to make sure. Tip uh, of the week. Tip of the week. Um, <laughs> call ahead <laughs> if yeah, you're gonna go somewhere. I mean, honestly, that really is a good like tip. just give people a heads up. Yeah, email. Um, it doesn't have to be, but because may- sometimes class is canceled for oh. a random reason or something what? like something. that. Well, I just want to say this because uh, Jim Gallant had said this, and I mm. thought, like, when he told me this, I was like, ooh, I'm as guilty of this Uh-oh, as anyone. Huh. Jim Gallant had said that he had contacted another Aikido dojo that he wanted to go visit. Um, he called him on the phone, left a message, but they never got back to him. Oh. All right, look, I think there's this weird transition period that's going on right now where, sorry to derail your thing, but no it just made, made me think yeah. about it. But, like, um, I don't really check the messages Phones, on the right, phone right, that right, much right. because mostly I get the other day you yeah. were like, don't call me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, because and it, it's, it would be fine, but I'm just not in the habit as much. Right, and and right. that line is a different line than my personal line. And right. so like a lot of times I'll forget, especially if it's like vacation time, like right, right, I'll come right. back and I'm like, oh man, it has been eight days since yeah, I checked these, right, you know? Right, right. Um, so, so like, um, uh, 
don't be offended if if someone doesn't get back to yeah, you yeah, yeah. because um, it, it just kind of happens sometimes, you know. And, and sometimes this will happen to me too. I'm really usually pretty good about getting back to emails and messages. But um, even though sometimes like if I'm in the middle of something and I check my messages and I'm like, I don't have time to respond right. to this appropriately right now. And then I'll forget about You'll it. set and it so, aside. Yeah. And, and every time that you think about it, something will be happening right, and right, it just never gets done. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm guilty of this. So, so, so. Other people. Don't, don't be too. Right. Too harsh on people who forget to get back to you. Yeah. You know, He's like, please, please, that. don't be harsh. <laughs> but I mean, like, just a courtesy call or a courtesy email, even yeah, if you get nothing yeah, back, right. Yeah, right. is a nice Yeah, suggestion. no, that's a great right. idea. Because it's a super even, great idea. even if you don't hear back, there's a good chance that you saw the thing and are like, right. oh, yeah, there's a guy who's going to be coming on Thursday or whatever. Right, 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 right. right, right. So that thing. message can get through right, so that, you right, know, if it's right. Josh's class, Josh can be expecting that person. That's right. Yeah. All right. Um, I, it, it's, that That's was a great. good tip. Yeah. We got our tip. We thanked our sponsors. We, yeah, we're good. I think we're good. All, All right. right. Next week. All right. We'll next, see you next, next week. Next week, guys. Have a good week.